With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. my gosh isn't the year just as bad or worse <laughs> hello everybody my name is cody johnson welcome to the worst year ever podcast well done uh, i am robert evans and you're right cody 2021 came out swinging like you gotta <laughs> give it to 2021 no ramp up just just dove right into that cold water so- Straight out of the gates. Katie mm-hmm. Stoll here. I agree Champing with you Champing at the bit to fuck yeah, some shit the up. New, uh, the new 2020 opened with, you know, it opened real strong for it. So it's got to follow up. Yeah, you yeah. got to raise the game. Mm-hmm. Warmed well, up, war- 2020 warmed up the crowd. Now 2021 is really going for it. I think I guess we should start by talking about one of the two major things to happen this year. There was, of course, the attempted insurrection at the Capitol. Mm. And then in an equally significant national event the mayor of portland maced a guy like a couple of days ago (laughs) so um the mayor of portland ted wheeler is trash uh you you may know him from that time when he got tear gassed by the feds in order to make a campaign ad while also tear gassing thousands of people throughout the city for weeks prior to that i do know him from that yeah he's not great so people found out that he has been continuing to eat out at restaurants, often with people who are not in his immediate household, um, which you're not supposed to do as a part of the lockdown orders, and often not abiding by social distancing because he's rich and he doesn't want to stop going out to fancy restaurants with his friends. Um, so people have been confronting him and yelling at him. At one point, an activist touched him on the shoulder and he claimed that he was assaulted. Um, he's a big old baby. 
And mm-hmm. the other day, a man came up to him and the former mayor of Portland, whose name is Sam Adams, um, <laughs> and, and who also is trash, um, and who Ted like Wheeler the beer, is hiring. Right? Like yeah, the like beer. the beer, like the beer. And um, the two of them were eating, and this guy ta- started, you know, talking to them pretty calmly, but like critically, like saying that he's he was he's a shit mayor, basically. And Ted Wheeler, despite the fact that Ted was there with another person and that this other person that he maced was like five foot five, much smaller than him and not at all being physically aggressive based on any of the evidence that exists. Ted maced him and then threw a water bottle at him. <laughs> what did the guy confront him about? It was just the fact that he's masked. a shit mayor that he for, for yeah. one thing that he was not social distancing and that he was eating dinner with a mask off, with someone who's not in his immediate household, which, again, you're not supposed to do, and most of us are not doing because there's a horrible plague. Uh, the guy wasn't wearing a mask either, is that correct? No, no, no. Uh, no, no, I, I, we don't We don't really know. That's what Ted claims, but that's, some so of Ted's claims yeah. about it have been proven to be a lie already. Exactly. Yeah, because Ted's a liar. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Uh, could be a whole bunch of people that weren't being safe enough. Like, mm. that happens too. Um, All the time. But, uh... Yeah, it does look like, based on the letter of the law, Ted Wheeler committed a Class A misdemeanor uh, <laughs> by assaulting somebody. Now, I don't think he'll get any criminal charges because he's a mm. rich mayor. Um, but it is funny, particularly that he threw a water bottle at a guy, which in Portland, when we had our, we had a big series of like, um, taught like 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 public uh, interrogations, basically of the police over use of force incidents, and they repeatedly claimed that like. They had to tear gas and beat people because people were throwing water bottles and like made a point of how dangerous it, a thrown water bottle could be. Mm-hmm. So it's very funny that the mayor, the, who is the commissioner of the police in Portland, hucked a water bottle at a guy. Um, yeah, that's the tale as old as time. Every protest, you get a, yeah. one water bottle uh, tossed, yeah. and that means the tear gas goes flying. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. <laughs> or yeah, in Ted Wheeler's seen... case, I guess uh, both of them go flying at the exact same time from the same person being yeah. uh, the mayor. <laughs> The mayor. <laughs> uh, it's very funny. And I, you know, who knows? It would be neat if Ted Wheeler got sued over this just because I hate Ted Wheeler and I would like anything that makes his life worse. Um, I doubt he will. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to challenge him to a fist fight um, mm-hmm. because I, I, I will I, I will say that when he maced that guy, I don't respect Ted Wheeler, but that was the closest I've gotten to respecting him because at least he did it himself, you know? as opposed sure. to having the cops do it. Um, so, Ted, if you want to potentially earn my respect, let's have a fist fight. Let's famously, have a fist fight, Ted. He a, does cons- listen- a consensual fist fight. This isn't a threat. Yeah. I'm asking you to consent to a formal fist fight with me. He yeah. does listen to this show, so... He does. He's a huge fan. Yeah. Huge fan of the pod. Mm-hmm. We await your response. Yeah. We two will- great friends of the pod are, of course, Ted Kaczynski and Ted Wheeler. Yeah. The two Ted's, the Ted's we call the Ted's, them. The two Ted's. The Ted's. We're, we're we're shooting for Cruz. We're we're hoping Cruz gets on board. <laughs> the trifecta. That'll be the, the real trifecta. trifecta. My money's on Robert. Say Good luck with your trial by combat, Robert. <laughs> My money's we'll, on we'll me too. We'll live stream it for charity. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> Katie. Uh, yes. I don't know. You were about to say something. I was waiting. I was. Oh, that's I all I've got on, on that on that fun update from the city of Portland. That is a fun update, Robert. Do you have um? Uh, enough information to talk to us a bit about Tacoma and what happened there over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, we're still in a very, um, you know, to the best of my knowledge, a kind of uncertain state. So basically what happened is 
like this is a, for whatever reason it seems to be a bigger thing in the PNW even than it was in LA. Like we have a lot of we have like a a big reckless street racing culture and it is a problem. People get killed and hurt and stuff like doing really dumb shit on the roads. It happens in Portland a lot. And people were like doing burnouts, and I don't know what they were that what they were doing at Tacoma was dangerous. I don't know, but like people, there's like a big doing people gathering to do shit with cars that isn't technically legal. Some of it's dangerous, some of it's not. In Tacoma, I think they were just doing burnouts and stuff, which I don't think is that big a threat. But the cops came, and so like a crowd surrounded the police with their cameras, um, and were like yelling at the cop who was trying to shut stuff down and he drove through a crowd of people seriously injuring like both sets Jesus. of wheels went over the guy that he hit yeah the video the, the worst is unbelievably yeah. disturbing it's very bad um the cops claim that he thought he was going to get his windows bur- broken out and be assaulted and that you know and, and like l- legally if you're surrounded by a mob trying to break into your car you can drive through a crowd now if you have no other options, and number one, there's evidence that shows, because he backed up before he drove through the crowd, that he could have just backed up and gotten away. And number two, there's pretty clear shots of the police vehicle, which show no damage to the sides or the windows. So there's no evidence that people were trying to get in. And just being surrounded by people filming you in a car, I don't think justifies ramming. Like, if you are surrounded by a mob in a car trying to dra- break into your car and drag you out... If you drive through that crowd, I don't know, like it's not it's not great, but you can make an argument that it's self-defense, right? If people are actually like that's some of that shit happened in the L.A. riots. People were like pulled out of, of vehicles and beaten. And it's like, whatever. That's not what that's what the police, I think, are trying to claim happened in Tacoma. There's no evidence that that is, in fact, what happened in Tacoma. Um, yeah. It looks like a cop got angry and drove through a crowd. We don't I just. Yeah. Yeah. I think the irony of. Cops showing up to shut down some dangerous car-related activities ends up driving through a crowd of pedestrians. You can't make that up. Yeah, that's the thing, right? When you really get down to it, you can argue. People can argue like whether or not the cops' actions in that moment were justified by some sort of like threat to the police officer's life. But if the cop hadn't showed up, people would have been doing burnouts in Tacoma. And probably nobody would have gotten run over by a car. And then the cop showed up and somebody got ran over by a car, which is a reoccurring story uh, of cops, you know, Um, is is something would not have been as much of a problem as it was. And then the cop showed up and somebody got hurt. Very interesting how that keeps happening Uh, every day. Yeah, it's really rad. I think Mm. that it's rad. Mm -hmm. And good. Rad and good. Yeah, good. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there was a protest the other day. It seems to have been kind of a shit show because the thing happened whenever, like, because it went viral, like, nationwide, the, the footage of what was happening in Tacoma. And so there was a protest, and people on the ground are saying that it was, like, either swooped or led from the beginning by people who are not local to Tacoma, didn't know where they were going or what they were doing. There was some really neat shit that was done, including, like like, a vigil outside of a jail for incarcerated people. Um, but also it seems like some frustrating bullshit. Anyway, I, I like I don't know enough about everything that happened. It, it is kind of the thing that does occur whenever you've got like a big uh, national story that leads to protests is like people who are kind of coming in for the clout will show up. And it seems like there was some element of that. But also uh, I know some people who are on the ground and some some aspects of it seemed pretty good. It didn't it 
There were one of the weird things that did happen, not weird because it happens all the time in Washington, but a bunch of right wing counter protesters showed up. I, counter protesters is the wrong word. A bunch of right wingers showed up and assaulted members of the crowd, including we've seen this in Salem too, spraying them with wasp poison. Um, oh my god! Yeah, it's what they're a lot of them like to use instead of bear mace now because it it does more permanent damage. Some it can do more permanent um. damage, which is why whenever I show up at events where there's going to be right wing counter protesters, as soon as I see them, I put a gas mask on. Like you kind of have to because they love to use mace and they never get punished for it. Like the mayor of Portland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bringing it full circle there. Mm-hmm. Well, Cody, that's that's my update from the PNW. I, I hear mm. you've got some some fun, sexy, interesting Sarah Huxon news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. My, it's my nickname the other for Sarah Huckabee PNW, Sanders. The politics. No, mm. what? What? Um. Yeah. Uh. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is running for governor of Arkansas. Gross. <laughs> As if Arkansas doesn't have enough on its plate. Yeah. Um and uh I I just wanted to discuss this her her announcement ad and just the general idea because you know, she'll probably win. That's where we're at right now. Um her father, obviously, former governor of Arkansas, Mike Huckabee, who's now doing uh his own version of the Daily Show um on I forget what streaming service it is, but check it out. It's terrible. Um she is running for governor after uh, mostly working on her father's campaigns and then her father's uh, failed presidential campaign and then being press secretary for Donald Trump and lying to everybody for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's a hero is what you're saying. She is a hero. A patriot. Uh, I yeah, got patriot that hero. Um, from her ad. She's a hero. She opens up talking about a trip she went uh, on uh, with the president Trump to Iraq where a soldier thanked her for, you know, fighting for freedom for the country. Wait, 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 wait. Cody, mm-hmm. you're going to have to... D- that happened? It happened in the video that she claimed that it happened, yes. Wait, uh, is there actual evidence of that occurring, or is um, it one of those, like... There's a there's a photo of uh, her with a soldier, uh-huh. um, and there's a photo of the patch that he allegedly gave her, um, and there's her telling the story of it happening. I mean, maybe that maybe, maybe it happened. Maybe, maybe. yeah. I that's that's quite quite terrible. He, he thanked her, and she said, "No, you're the real hero. I just oh do. Th- I just do this." Oh and then, he, and then he ripped off his patch and gave it to her. Oh and my then, god! Um, I want it fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Ted, fist fight. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Ted, we can find a Wheeler gym to do Sarah it. We can do Huckabee it outside Sanders. because of COVID. I know you don't take COVID seriously, but I do. We'll do it outside. I'll wear a gas mask. <laughs> yeah, you wear I'm a gas used mask. to fighting in a gas mask thanks to your cops. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, Ted. Come on, Ted. Mm-hmm. Um, I there are just so many things about this ad aside from the fact that like it's Sarah Huckabee Sanders and she's just a liar, and like what makes her she's like, just a liar. Yeah, just a liar. And like, what do you? Governor of Arkansas, excuse me, because your dad was what? Excuse me, because your brother killed a dog allegedly, 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 allegedly. What allegedly. is it with these people and harming dogs? Like Mitt Romney know. got blasted. It's the thing we always forget about Mitt Romney when he's the only re- reasonable Republican is that time he tortured a dog. He tied he tied a, <laughs> he tied a dog on his car and went on a fucking drive. <laughs> It's so insane. Like, it's so, who, who does that? You put your dog on the top I mean, of your car? What is wrong with you? It's pretty sick. Yeah. I, it's, it's, oof. it's unreasonable. Yeah. It's a silly thing to do if mm-hmm. you've got a dog. 
Um, also, uh, yeah, everything Trump says, uh, like a dog, is abusive. Yes. Hurt him like a dog, fired him like a dog, kicked him like a dog, or whatever, I don't know, phrases like that. Yeah, don't um, kick so, dogs. Don't kick your dog. So this ad is a fascinating window into the future of, um, well, the GOP in general, quote, post-Trump, if that time period will ever actually exist. Because, well, first of all, she talks about how, you know, uh, rule of law is under attack. Um, and the two examples she gives are the congressional baseball shooting and the uh, storming of the Capitol. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> if we, I don't know if we want to talk about, uh, you know, the difference between what people said for the other one to happen and the other one to happen. It's fine. Um, those are the two. Th- those are the two things. Those are the two, the two examples of, of what of the, the political violence we see. Um, the only two. The only two, um, and uh, because Bernie Sanders said the, the government, they're not your friends. And, and they're not. Uh, and they're not. Um, and the president saying that uh, they stole the election. It's real. It's happening. They're doing it right now. Go, go to them peacefully, but go to them now. Um, and anyway, so that's the very beginning of it. And then she does a brief uh, just rundown of uh, phrases you might be familiar with about the radical left, um, socialism, cancel culture is said, radical left again. Radi- the thing is, and they're going to succeed in doing this, throughout the entire ad, she talks about the radical left in control of Washington. Yes. Um, which is, <laughs> yes. I, yes. I'm sorry, but yes. no, man. The, ra- the radical <laughs> left guaranteeing us a $15 minimum wage within the next, I don't know, In decade five or years. So. Five <laughs> years. Um, yeah. If the government was my friend, they would want me to be able to pay my rent. Thanks. Mm-hmm. If the government was your friend, they wouldn't say, when we said $2,000 checks, we meant an additional $1,400 to, yeah. to the $600. And then say, even though we actually, said over we're willing over to negotiate checks. about the $1,400. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really negotiate, yes. Like um, a friend. About who gets to get that money, also. Mm-hmm. Bad, yeah. bad. I maybe, love it when my friends means test me. <laughs> That's a true test of friendship, though. Mm-hmm. Is means testing. They don't, want you to, um, they don't want you to get reliant on the mm-hmm. one-time $2,000 check. Tough so, love that yeah, we all respond I remember very well to. One time my buddy was like, hey, could you pick me up? I'm like 10... 10 doors down from your house and my car is broken down. I could use a ride back home. And I was like, well, what's your annual income? Can you afford a Lyft or an Uber? Uh, because, <laughs> you know, I need to make sure mm-hmm. you deserve a, my well, help before I actually come and pick you up. And you don't want to let your friends take advantage of you. No. 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 It, you don't want to no, encourage either. dependency either. Mm-mm. You know, exactly. that's really key in friendship is not encouraging dependency. Well, it's tough, but it's in their best interest, right? They have to learn how to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. This has been mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we 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 learned a lot about friendship today, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I guess we should just be thankful that um, they didn't say, "Well, seven twenty-five uh, per hour is the current federal minimum wage, and so to raise it to fifteen, uh, you would need seven seventy-five, right? You add seven seventy-five, so actually we're raising it to seven seventy-five an hour. So that's you know bonus, right?" They didn't. They didn't raise it fifty cents to add them together. Um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is worried about the radical left. Um, she wants your prayers. Um, she thinks America is great because we're free, but also everything we love about America is at stake. Um, so I guess we didn't make it great again, or we did. I guess I don't know. Um, 
this the, the mention of socialism and tyranny uh, in relation to uh, the images of Joe Biden and Jim Acosta are quite striking to me. Um, the claim that she managed uh, crisis after crisis, um, but what she means is she just lied a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, she cited the Little Rock Nine. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which, Jesus, yeah. Sarah, what? for what? Fucking um, hell. As just something uh, about Arkansas. Um, she's listed off a bunch of things, and then, um, you know, we do great things. Um, and then she cited the Little Rock Nine, um, which I'm going to I'm gonna suggest that maybe... Did she um, have a lot to do with that? <laughs> maybe she didn't, and maybe um, her party today um, is maybe... Uh, antithetical to those kinds of um, ideals. Um, Because it's a fascist political party. Mm, Yeah, 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 because it's it's, it's fascist. Law and order, though, is important. Um, She's going to... Law and order is important to fascists. Exactly. (laughs) Um, She's going to uh, uh, instill, reinstill. I don't know. It's unclear if there's no law and order, if there's too much law and order um, from the government, right? Mm -hmm. Because you need law and order, but also the government... Uh, is in the government's of you. bad, but you need law and order. You really need conservatism is is consistent. Mm-hmm, yeah, it depends mm-hmm. on what you're you're trying to accomplish in the moment. You right. Can okay. Pull out. Yeah. So we need law and order, but not from the government, but from the law and the order. But from the law yeah. and the order, yes. people. Yeah. Um, I love. Uh, yeah. Uh, conservatism. Is, it's a land of contrasts. Um, <laughs> we uh we get a like... line of. <laughs> Sorry. It's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. We get a, a, a line about uh, how she wants to champion good schools and teachers for our children and school choice if those schools aren't good enough for you. Um, so that seems maybe like um, one should come before the other. And maybe uh, if if you need school choice because the schools and teachers are bad, then maybe you don't actually mean that you're going to try to champion good schools and teachers. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I see you, what you're you, saying. You want them. You actually want them to go to other schools because you want you schools. want kids with money to have good schools, and you want to not have to pay for the schools of people who aren't white and rich. Exactly. But yes. also, we want we want we want to champion the good schools and the teachers. We want to say we want to champion them. But, but also, we also want to. Well, I, I will say if we were going to do that, my very favorite meme format where you have the the scene from a Predator where where the 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 two hands the black hand and the white hand are like clasping in mm-hmm. the middle mm-hmm. what unites the republicans and democrats is making teachers go back to work during a uh, pandemic mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we can all agree on that gotta, it's time yeah. it's time it's time it's time we, we like it. It, and i will say as a recovering third grader it's about time we really stuck it to teachers mm-hmm. right Absolutely. you know fuck them they've had they've had it coming for they've had uh, it good for too long they're Since... just one step away from cops and we all mm-hmm. know it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're just book cops. They're book cops. Book book cops, exactly. <laughs> so, like I said, so it's an interesting window into what we're going to see. Because, like, Sarah, 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 I didn't mean to say Sarah Suckabee. I, I did. No, I did. Let, let's I did let's not roll mean. with it. That's that's it works um, obvious, but it's I, good. I apologize for the the slip. Um, <laughs> she promises to hold the line against the attacks on our freedom and push forward with fresh ideas under a new generation of leadership. And I always find this fascinating. Um, this this push forward with fresh new ideas and the list of ideas are uh, like school choice and lowering taxes. Um, and it's just so funny to me because fresh it's and just, bold. yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, this isn't your dad's conservatism. This is my dad's conservatism <laughs> through me. Uh, it's just so silly to frame this as like, 
it's anything fresh or new. Law and order, low taxes. End of story. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, but we're going to push forward with those fresh new ideas. Um, because uh, why not uh, just say whatever you want? Yeah. Um, and the one, the one, the thing that she uh, really just like ends it on, which I think is also interesting, is uh, she. It culminates the music throughout the whole thing. It's like seven and a half minutes long. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, I would have like had us play the audio so we could hear it, but we're not doing that. Nobody should no. have to watch. Also, it. why would we want? No, that's, the, that's a want? that's a third of a Simpsons. You could you it, could be through the first act of the monorail episode, exactly, instead, which is exactly. better for you. Yeah, yeah. And will yeah. teach you that. more about America, actually. Yes, yes, it would. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, dang, all right. <laughs> uh, so instead of uh, watching her ad, just watch uh, one third of or an entire episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, um, first ten seasons or They're so, consistently you know. relevant, um, even yeah. to this day. Um, but uh, it, it culminates with this music sort of, uh, you know, she's asking for prayers and stuff. And it, uh, she lists off things she is. And the very first thing she says in big, bold letters, Christian. Liar. Oh. Oh, oh, close. Um, she did she did use the phrase, but here's the truth at one point, which is funny for her to say. Um But uh Christian, I always find it it's just another they need to frame themselves as being under attack so that they can proudly say that they are, because it's safe to say that you're a Christian in America. But it, it, you need to be the victim, right? You need I'm 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 actually I'm proudly saying that I'm a Christian. Unlike the the cancel culture political correctness that won't let me say I'm a Christian, yeah, but I will. I'm brave for speaking up about my Christianity. She's brave yes. about the country that we live in. I'm Christian. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like imagining literally any other ad saying like Muslim, like uh, in, Muslim. in this way. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the reaction it would have. Um, I It's a whole conservative thing that is pretending you're brave for loving something that is incredibly popular to love. It's like, you know, yeah. as long as you're brave enough to support the troops, it's like, yes, thank you for courageously supporting the most heavily armed organization in the history of the human race. Yeah. They, they, they were really struggling without your help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They needed, um, they needed your input. And your yeah, support. yes. Good. Very brave of you to identify with the dominate, like the the dominant religion in the entire nation that every single president has to repeatedly, uh, uh, like, yeah fucking point well, out his 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 it, belief in in order to win it goes yeah. without saying that life is very hard for christians in america mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um under attack. we They're need to take attack. a quick break you know who else is under attack uh, yeah who the products and services that support this podcast yeah, under attack so by your wallet Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Back from that ad break. Cool. Yep. We saved all those products and services. Nice. Now let's pivot to the news. Oof, this was bad. I'm rusty here. No, it was great. We pivoted. No, it's a it. successful pivot. Now we're talking Thank about the you. news. Now Thank we're talking you. about the news. The news. The I want to bring something up again before we, we roll in because I've yeah. seen this spread on Twitter and it's it's inaccurate. People are particularly left Twitter's going off about how Joe Biden has invaded Syria or sent a bunch of troops into Syria or escalated in Syria. That yeah. hasn't happened. Um, video of a convoy carrying supplies into Syria from Iraq was initially shared by the Syrian government because they don't want U.S. troops in northeast Syria. Um, and people started flipping out that Biden is is escalating or like invading Syria. That has not happened. Trump never left Syria. We continue to have hundreds of troops in Syria the entirety of the time Trump was there. All they're doing is protecting oil now as opposed to protecting oil and protecting some civilian populations. Um, and throughout the entire Trump administration, because we had troops in Syria, we would send in supplies. And that's all that that video is. There is no evidence that Biden has changed in any way at this point U.S. policy in northeast Syria. Someone just shared a video of a, a convoy of supplies going into the country. So... If you had an issue with Trump being in Syria, you have the same issue with Biden, but nothing has changed. Like there's no mad. new alteration at this moment. There will of be plenty US of things to be mad about with Joe yeah. Biden and international affairs, but hold off on this one. Wait for him to do something new yeah. as opposed to continue to send supplies to the troops that never left. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Mm. Like be angry um, at him for the Venezuela shit for inviting uh, Juan Guaido to his inauguration and repeatedly trying to um, recognize an ele as the elected leader of Venezuela, a guy who is not the elected leader of Venezuela. There Which, you like, go. Maduro's trash and didn't win legitimately either, but Gu Guaido, Guaido sure didn't. Like, it's fucking, it's nonsense. It's the same shit we did with Taiwan and the Republic of China um, for, for the years. Like, it's this thing America does where it's like, we don't like the leader of this country 
um, let's pretend a different group of people are in charge and this this will work out for us somehow. Yeah, we're really good at that. Yeah, it's nonsense. We're really good at that position. Yeah. <laughs> not the well, and it's very outcome. selective. It's not like yeah. it would be one thing. It would still be dumb, but it would be one thing if it was just a principled stance we took on all dictators. But we are happy to talk with right. Erdogan of Turkey. We're happy to yeah. talk with what's his fuck? The, the, the guy, the president of Hungary, uh, who Orban, who's oh, all yeah, but a yeah. dictator in name. We talk, we work with a bunch of fuck. We love working with dictators. We love arming dictators. We love helping dictators crush left-wing rebellions. Mm-hmm. We just decide some dictators we will pretend aren't the real, the actual leaders of their countries because they're the, we don't like those particular dictators. Yeah, it's, it depends it's, it's on what they dumb. can do for us. Yeah. So, And it's a sign that Biden's probably going to try some fuckery with Venezuela. Um but I guess yeah. we'll see. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like well, we can talk about a Secretary of State at a different time. Yeah. But he's gonna he's gonna do a lot. He's gonna do a lot of fuckery. He's gonna he's talk gonna about fuck up a bunch of shit. Yeah. General Lloyd. Austin. Austin uh, Lloyd. Yeah. We got Austin. We got Blinken. Well, um, hey, let's not let's not look, Lloyd Lloyd Austin. We got a lot of Raytheon money coming in, okay? Like we don't want to really. Well, the shining beacon of hope, Lloyd well, Austin, which is, the... which is why we're so thrilled that think, he, yeah. we have a representative from Raytheon finally, finally. in his administration. Finally. I have and been that's saying a direct conduit from us to them, from us to Raytheon. Yeah, and I, I, I yeah. think you know, representation is obviously incredibly important, and I think there's so a lot of Raytheon important. Americans who didn't feel represented before. And now they, they have yeah. a direct line to the halls of power, and that's huge for Raytheon Americans. Mm-hmm. Proud Raytheon American. Proud Raytheon Americans. This is the kind of identity politics I can get behind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pivot here to talk about COVID stuff. Does that the news. seem good? It doesn't. It shouldn't seem good, but fair. Fair and balanced. Fair. Fair, and fair and balanced. Yeah, guys. Uh, hate to break it to you, but we are still in a pandemic. And it's weird. I, I've been talking about this with friends and on these shows as well. It does. Things feel lighter since the inauguration in some way on Twitter, or at least it did last week. Mm-hmm. You know, you felt a little sense of relief. But then you're like, oh, yeah, there's still this giant anvil hanging over all of our heads. So let's talk about that. Um, you probably saw this on Twitter. But as of Monday, uh, California... And Gavin Newsom um, has lifted its (laughs) stay-at-home order, which is shocking and terrifying for all of us in many ways. I mean, just a few weeks ago, we were still being considered the epicenter. Uh, And yes, statewide uh, numbers in California are improving, but they're still awful. They are still way worse than (laughs) previously also unacceptable levels. Um, So it's difficult. It's difficult. That's putting an understatement. It's infuriating. Um, I found (laughs) this fun little L.A. Times article with just the most appalling headline. Newsom's abrupt COVID-19 reopening brings high risks for California, but also potential economic rewards. And uh, very, very infuriating because that's that's it in a nutshell, isn't it? This is probably bad, but we get those economic rewards. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. like economic rewards? Motherfucker um, never even closed the indoor malls. 
Never even close indoor malls. And well, look, it's not like the virus spreads indoors, guys. No, no, no. The Exclusively. virus only spreads when people hang out with their friends, not mm-hmm. when they hang out with products and services, which are incapable of spreading disease. Yeah, right. the only thing that spreads in malls alive. is money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, here's a quote from that terrible headlined article. Mm-hmm. UC Berkeley epidemiologist Dr. John Schwartzberg said he feared lifting the stay-at-home order was premature because the cases, while declining, remained very high. He said it might make more sense to wait a few weeks until cases go down further and California can begin reopening with a lower baseline. He noted that after last year's spring and summer surges, California failed to bring its case numbers to a low level before reopening. That meant that when the next surge hit, it became even bigger than the one before it. It's like we're climbing this mountain. We go two steps up and we just take one step back and we take two steps up from there and one step back and we just keep having more cases. See, I would um, love it if we were taking two steps forward and I, one step back because that's steady progress. I would as well. <laughs> but uh, that's not that's not what yeah. we're doing. Uh, we're doing a lot better than we were uh, two and a half weeks ago, but we're doing compar- terrible compared to three months ago. We need to knock these cases down so we get more and more people vaccinated. We'll get to a safer environment much more quickly. Now. I think it's important to be honest about the situation, which is that California is not monolith here. We've got different regions that have different needs and different There's a shit ton of people here. There's a shit ton of yes, people there. There's and more people than the vast majority of nations on Earth living yeah. in California. There's like and 40 so million of you. It's like there's not a one-size-fits-all approach to this that works Absolutely. for California and our demographics. And that's one of... The consistent tremendous problems with California is you have huge chunks of the country's landmass whose lives have nothing in common with the lives of people in San Diego, Los Angeles, Sacramento, San Francisco, who decide every election. But they're like, well, I guess let's push a gas tax that will be fine for me and affordable for me and improve my air quality, but be financially ruinous to farmers in the valley or in fucking the north central mountain area. And I'm never going to think about that because they're they're shitty hicks. And it's the same thing. Right. It's like let's let's it's it's the problem with American democracy writ large, where you you have either because of the way the electoral college is set out, these less populated rural areas getting to force their will on everyone, or the cities getting to force their will on everyone. And it just kind of escalates every it, number one, it never works very well. And number two, it just escalates everybody towards violence because one way or the other, a huge chunk of the country is rightfully enraged that they don't have a voice. As exactly. opposed to, I don't know, a system of libertarian municipalism. Yeah. yeah. And and so I, I I understand that um approaching this is it's a very tricky da- delicate dance for politicians. But you don't just lift the whole state at once when different regions are still drowning. Nope. Um, we barely have any ICU space. I believe it's better. I don't have the it's exact zero. numbers here. Is it at zero? <laughs> because I'd see something like, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's gone up. Truly it's unbelievable. It's improved the bare. Mi- I mean, a friend the of mine bare minimum. The friend of mine summarized it in like a really interesting way. It's like if your sports team has lost the last twenty five games and then they win one game by one or two points, you're still worried about your sports team. You're still worried about the team. They're not doing great. Um, also, our vaccine rollout here is a joke. I mean, people are finally getting their parents in. Why but... hasn't my grandma, who's in assisted living, who's 89 fucking years old, gotten the vaccine? Mm-hmm. Why does the, the assisted living get no information from well, the hey, city? Well, hey, guys, 
I have some good news. Gavin Newsom just removed essential workers from the vaccine priority was list. Was just about to yeah. pivot to that as well. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. No, Katie. no, no. Thank you. I mean, it's gruesome. It's I, we, uh, gruesome black and brown, Black and brown communities are being mm-hmm. devastated right now because they're comprised of essential workers. Also, like we talked about, I believe on this show with you, Robert, the, the demographics, the L.A., has the biggest uh, population of multifamilies mm-hmm. sharing uh, in in residences. All of well, this is just one of the major problems we're dealing with. Right, that that is particularly hit Los Angeles, but is hitting everywhere. Is that as a result of the economic collapse, a lot more people than ever are living multiple families to a household because yeah. people are unable to make rent. So they move in with their parents or move in with friends or whatever. So it it just is all compounding each other yep. and is all. Made much worse by the fact that we refused as a country to have any kind of meaningful aid to people uh, yeah. during this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it all comes back down to that. But then, so I was already at like a uh, level, but then that uh, amplified when I read this New York Times article, which, okay, we're going to talk about the New York Times at length soon, so forgive me. I, we have issues with them, but also here's this article. Um don't forgive me. I don't need to ask your forgiveness. The frustrating Fuck thing about the New York Times <laughs> is that they simultaneously are always fucking up and also always doing some of the most important journalism exactly. in the world. And yeah. both of those things occur in the, within the same paper. Right. It's very, I, very frustrating. I say this only because we had planned to talk about New York Times this week, but we're going to push it off for a, a, an in-depth media episode. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, there's this article uh, about how vaccinations aren't enough Uh titled Why Vaccines Alone Won't End the Pandemic. Um, It it is common sense, but basically it lays out that at this point we're in too deep to just rely on vaccinations to save us. In some places like Vermont, where the infection rate is very low, yes, vaccines can be very and will be very effective. Um, And this isn't to dismiss the efficacy of vaccinations in general. It's to to underscore just how badly we've been doing. We're um, a magic bullet society and, and they're ju- they just don't exist. They just don't exist. Um, but yeah, Except in for order- the magic bullet that Bernie Sanders used to take out JFK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, and like well, vampires and werewolves and shit. Um, yeah. But that's different. Those but yes, the, the places that have bungled the COVID response thus far, meaning a lot of the country, where infections are running rampant, it takes a real coordinated coordinated effort to continue, you know, social distancing, mask wearing, aggressive testing, likely throughout summer. Um, let's see. Social distancing, masking, and other measures should remain in place until late July, and that may be optimistic, said Dr. Shaman. Otherwise, yet another resurgence of the virus is possible. There are people who are going to want to relax the controls they have in place. If we start thinking we've got a vaccine, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, we can stop in a couple months. That's way too soon. Lifting restrictions in early February after most healthcare workers and nursing home residents are set to be vaccinated would still mean far more infections in, lo- in, infections in the long run than keeping restrictions in place until mid-March. Um, the article goes on to illustrate how prematurely reopening now, such as what California is inching towards doing, and is doing, you know, uh, it will likely kill about 20,000 more people than if we maintained current practices. Jesus and it's just upsetting. Also, I think we should talk about COVID mutations real quick, not to be alarmist, but it all factors into this. You know, there's been a lot of talk and dismissal um, of them in a way because it's really hard to go down that what if path. But ultimately, 
you know, COVID does mutate fast and we have different variants popping up all over the world. Some of them are proving to be deadlier, more uh, contagious. Mm -hmm. And there is a concern that the vaccine will become less effective against these strains. Now, right now, that is not proven to be true. It it does seem to be less effective with some of them, but it still works. Um, But we're just going to need to take some more time to collect data on that. But the real reason I'm saying this is that it's going to continue to evolve. And there is a potential that it evolves past our vaccine. Mm -hmm. And and there are ways to handle this. They are continuing to work on the vaccine. Um, There will be booster shots. But again, as we are struggling to get a handle on this, that is a very real concern, even as we're in the process of vaccinating everybody. So... What are we doing, California? <laughs> well, what are we doing, America and the UK? America. Like, bo- both of these, yeah. both the United States and the UK in particular, have decided yeah. let's become a petri dish to allow the coronavirus to evolve as quickly as possible into something that we can't possibly handle. Um, and the end result of this is going to be that the coronavirus will never be, we, we won't ever get over it. It will always it will be a a seasonal thing that kills more people than the flu ever did that never leaves and will contribute to the breakdown in both of our societies because our governments, again, refused to take any kind of corrective action because it would have probably led to the result of a whole bunch of Americans being like, oh, you know what? Uh, It kind of looks like uh, uh, socialist style policies uh, maybe helped a lot, and I like getting fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars a month, and maybe that's a thing we could do forever. But instead of doing that, we're going to crash the economy and kill probably millions of Americans. And I don't know. I'm I'm very pessimistic as a result of the fact that we seem to be refusing to let this get beaten, which it could have sure. been in three months. Yeah. Um. In the same so day. In the same day, it was like the coverage was. Hey, maybe you should wear two masks instead of one. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, maybe we should start thinking about a booster for the vaccine. Oh, California is reopening. Yep. And again, you should be doubling up on your mask. I've started wearing, mm-hmm. I wear, I have a double layer cloth mask and a double layer fabric ma- or a, um, yeah. a paper mask. I wear both now mm-hmm. whenever I go out. Like uh, that seems to be like, fuck it. If you've got a respirator, throw that fucker on. If you were getting tear gas mm-hmm. last year, yeah. use a respirator. Like it's Just- this new fucking this new version of the virus is real goddamn bad. Mm-hmm. Um, very and, scary. And it it just, it, it mutates so, so quickly. Um, well, I mean, it's it, just gonna... it mutates at the rate any virus does if you let it sure. spread unchecked. You know, yes. like that's the but, problem. But like, I mean, you're just seeing variants everywhere though. Have, have um, you guys ever heard the, um, I don't know if it's a parable or whatever you want to call it, the, the story of the sword of Damocles? Mm-mm. It's I, th- I don't know if it's from the Bible or whatever, but it was this it was there's this king and he's got sitting above his throne the idea that like the king should never rest too easy on his throne. There's this sword hanging from a string and you never know when the sword's going to fall and like kill you. And the coronavirus is our sword of Damocles. And we were like, what if we use that string as a shoelace? <laughs> like, that's 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 the fucking United States. It's I. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I think we need to take uh, another break. I think we need to take another break. We got to cool off and reconvene. Yeah, we got to chill out. It's a good th- and get in the cool zone. Buck up. It's a good thing. We're never this leaving podcast the podcast cool is brought Cody. to you by Jenny's, Jenny's cold ice creams. Mhm. Cool and down. And this podcast I don't know. is also uh, brought to you by Raytheon. 
Speaking of swords mm. that fall out of the sky, Raytheon's new R9X knife missile can launch a missile at any vehicle anywhere in Yemen you want in a matter of minutes. Just think of how many cars you could fill with knives in Yemen, and primarily Yemen, because that's where Raytheon makes a lot of its money right now, is killing people in Yemen. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot those ads were fun. We're back now. Yes. Yes. Shall we talk about Kellyanne Conway? She's on all of our Twitter feeds right now. Yeah. Seems like a good way to end. Um, and George Conway. And they George both Conway. Seem to be trash. They're, they're that both is trash. my real important point I want to make today as well. Uh, if you guys missed this on Twitter, I actually don't know exactly what happened. Kellyanne apparently tweeted then deleted a nude photo her of her daughter, Claudia. On her, on her yeah, she fleeted some child pornography Topless. of her daughter. Yeah, uh, And I think this happened because she took confiscated Claudia's phone and then took the pictures and somehow... T- I don't know. It's a nightmare. This girl is suffering so much abuse She's 16. in her house. She's 16. The thing that I, and, and you, you mentioned yeah. George Conway, and that sticks out to me because we, not we, the present company, but so many people on the left, I'll say, you know, celebrate George Conway as the resistance hero, you know, you know Lincoln Project, all that. He's a, just a big of a, I mean, he is trash, but in this situation, yeah. he's just as responsible well, for the abuse that's happening in his household yes. as his yes. wife. Yes, take her, if you're really 
a good guy and hate your fucking wife as much as you pretend to. Take your daughter and run. Like, yeah, save your daughter, divorce your Nazi wife, and fucking Jesus get off Twitter, Christ. you piece of garbage. But he re- he's a grifter. He's just he and Con- Kellyanne have no moral issues between with with each other. I actually, they're just trying to grift both ends of the yeah. spectrum while abusing their daughter, and it's fucking horrible. It, I my heart goes out to that poor kid. Yeah. yeah, it's who has, by the way, done everything right. Who has done the only things that she could possibly do in this situation, which is try to get out word of what's happening to her because her parents are rich and powerful, which means that she cannot. She is it, it will, will like it is impossible for CPS to do anything because yeah. CPS yep. isn't actually Use the platform. They gave you those assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen her connecting with like other. Uh, influencers like Tana Mojo who's also suffered a lot of traumatic child abuse and just mm-hmm. people reaching out to try to help her but not her parents not her parents and it's it's heartbreaking yeah it's fucking it, sucks. She's, it it seems very clear going through some pretty profound abuse and would probably just be a lot better off if she could crowdfund rent for an apartment for like a year and like just cool the fuck out as she finishes becoming an adult like away from those parents they're not helping i agree it's just what else we got it's just disgusting impeachment articles have been filed Woo. sent to the senate i mean 45 senators said no leave him alone leave our big boy alone cancel culture mm-hmm. yeah, yeah uh impeachment is the uh zenith of cancel culture i heard from uh matt gates i believe yeah, mm. it's um, uh, incredible. An, an impeachable person to quote. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> struggling here. Twitter has permanently banned the My Pillow guy. Fuck yeah! Finally, the only pr- Finally. the only responsible branch of the U.S. government, Twitter. Did I see that Trump snuck his way back on Twitter? Kind of. Yeah, Am I he's the kind of he hasn't the done... former office of the president. Shit. Yeah, it hasn't started doing anything yet that I've seen, but I guess yeah. we'll see if if this is the fourth time he's tried to evade his ban. <laughs> <laughs> Was it you that called it Twitter whack a mole? Somebody did, and I loved it. I yeah, I don't. It wasn't me, but yes, it wasn't that, me, but that is what happened. And that day, the day that Trump repeatedly tried and failed to get back on Twitter was legitimately the funniest oh. thing I've ever seen. Extremely funny. Yeah. Just constantly trying, trying alts. I wonder. I wonder what his actual alt is, though. He's yeah, one. he's definitely, he's definitely lurking. He's definitely lurking, and I think he's probably going through some pretty hard withdrawals. Like I don't know Absolutely. if he's going to survive this. Yeah. No, it's the worst thing it's, that's ever happened to him. It is eerie <laughs> in a so way good. to not have eyes on him. To not like, what are you up to? It's it, going it to take a minute to get out of like, your system. <laughs> When you, you when you hear your cat like knocking over water glasses and yeah. you yell at it to stop and then you don't mm-hmm. hear your cat for a while and you can't see it and you're like, what the fuck are you up to, you fucking cat? You're doing something I do, but I <laughs> Something's know going it. on. That's how exactly. I feel. I keep being like, no, okay, I'm not going to find it from Twitter. It's just going to take some time for us to get him out of our system. Yeah, I mean, I, Twitter is much better now. It's still it terrible, but it's so much better. <laughs> it is slightly better, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just, just enough. Yeah. I, we should talk about the Biden uh, private prisons thing. I was going to say, I'd like to talk about that a little bit. A thing that is 
simultaneously good and also not nearly what people think it is. Like the $15 minimum wage thing, right? Yeah. Where it's like, minimum wage going up to $15 in 2025. Um, right. It's, when, it's when they're... just so frustrating. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... Yeah, it's it's we're cutting closing some private prisons, uh, but only about like eight percent or so. Uh, whereas we're keeping we're allowing like Department of Homeland Security and ICE to continue using private prisons, which is a much yeah, bigger the problem. Majority of private yeah. prisons are for that. Yeah, the um, vast majority of private prisons will not be affected by this, um, which doesn't mean it's it's not nothing. But like everything that Biden does that's kind of good, it's not nearly as good as you would think if you read the 150-word summary. Well, right. Know? It's not – Um. it's – again, it's like it's like just all this Biden shit. It's, he yeah. does these things and they're like – they're mostly performative. Well, explain um, it more mm-hmm. what he's doing. Well, I mean he, he's reversing an order that Trump, that Trump did. Like this is yeah. – Trump uh, – uh, reverse, Trump reversed an Obama order to ban private prisons. Right, right. Um, and then so Biden is reversing that reversal um, and uh, maybe just like reverting it back to that point is definitely not enough of a thing. Maybe. Um, it's like it's a uh, it's like a signal and performative thing of like, well, no, no, this is progress. Like, Well, it's not progress. You're just reversing the thing that you right. reversed. I do um, love people on. I've seen a few people on Twitter. Biden is undoing everything that Trump left us. All right. of the improvements. You know, you, you know what he country. did undo is a price cap on insulin. Uh. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he did. Did he actually go uh, through with undoing that? Well, that uh, never. I thought it was rule, reviewed. I thought it was rev- under review. The insulin r- rule that Trump was trying to do never actually got implemented. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically, Biden did like a blanket, like we're getting, we're undoing all the stuff that he did, yeah. um, and that was included. Um, they might review it. Ideally, yeah, they sorry, would review it. Was frozen it. by HHS. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully, in the next like week or so, they'll actually review that and be like, well, yeah. maybe maybe right. insulin should be cheap for people. Insulin, it's insulin and epinephrine. Um, yeah. okay. and you're right. This is the kind of thing that is. It's it's the other species of thing where it's like maybe not as bad as it seems because they might actually like it did never go through and they might decide to like actually keep put those price caps right on. i guess we'll see i mean be, yeah hopes yeah. are pretty pretty low on a lot of this yeah. stuff but uh it's important to be you know as as accurate as as possible yeah, yeah, yeah. No, filtering through the frustration right. um but even then like the in the private prison thing again it's it is just a reversal of a reversal um yeah. it doesn't do uh nearly enough because again like most of these uh private prisons are not the ones that uh that are being banned um and also like it's being presented as like it's uh he's uh or end of private prison contracts for these private prisons um as part of a racial equity push and like that's not what that would do like a racial equity push would be like to like let people out of prison and like yes dismantle ice um you know anyone in prison uh for so many different uh different things release them expunge Mm -hmm. the records things like that um and, and I will reverse I will say, reverse the war on drugs that Biden was a oh, huge part in implementing. Yes. Like all this stuff uh, is just not do, he's not doing it. And, and, you know, I have two lines. One would be if Biden actually were to end the war on drugs or at least do everything a president can to end the war on drugs. He's obviously like there's a number of things that the president can't do. He can't like unschedule a drug or something. And uh, if he were to actually 
dismantle ICE. Um, I would I would spend an entire day standing in front of a government building with a sign that says, you know what? Biden did better than I thought he would. Better that, that, than that is I thought. My problem. Yeah. Biden, you heard Biden it here right now. Ice, I that is a that. promise and a commitment Whole that Robert day. will do if that happens. The entirety of the daylight hours, I will stand in front of a government building with a sign that says, you know what? Biden did better than I thought he would. So yeah. Joe, That's a big deal because you, you don't get up early. I don't get up early. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. Joe Biden mm-hmm. wants that, all he's mm-hmm. got to do is dismantle ICE. No big deal. Come on. Just I'd be willing simple, to bet I could get other that, people but... out there with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you dismantle ICE, Joe? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Good, okay. good, luck. good luck doing that, Joe. <laughs> We're really, I don't think I'm going to have to get you. up early this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah I think not. you're good. I think you can sleep that's in. A, that's a safe bet. Well, Well. I think that does it for us today. Sophie's going to take the rest of the day off. Brave, I know. <laughs> it is brave. Self-care is brave. brave. I like you know, I have too. some exciting personal news. That, oh, yeah? That, that, that I, I think uh, it, it, I'm excited about. After like 18 months of not being able to like get into or focus on like a video game, mm-hmm. I finally got into a video game again, which is so nice because now I have something to do besides work and getting fucked that. up and sitting in a chair thinking about PTSD. What game? Um, yeah. Oh, uh, it's it's uh, Age of Wonders, one of the new Age of Wonders sequels. Um, That's great, Robert. Don't know anything about that, but I'm thrilled for you. So yeah, happy it's taken a long time. All right, yeah. all right, all right. I've got a wreck. I have been struggling. I love to read. I love a series of books. I like my sci-fi and my fantasy mm-hmm. and any kind of a series of books, though, really, mm-hmm. that you can really dive into. But a lot of them are bad. And I've yes. been struggling, but I just, I've, uh, working my way through, um, well, I don't know what the name of the trilogy is. The first book is called The Fifth Season, and it is extraordinary. I highly recommend it to everybody. Mm. Hugo Award winning, all three books in the series. Loving it. I can't wait to go read for an hour. <laughs> Ooh, I will check that out. Have you read The Expanse, Katie? No, I should. I'm going to jump. Oh, that fuck. Down. Yeah. Once you finish this, you've got that is my very favorite science fiction Ooh, I'm series excited. going on. Really, pretty much ever. It's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, I wrote it down and I underlined it three times. Yeah. <laughs> How does he, uh, have you watched the show? How does that hold up? I, I, I watched like the first episode or two. I just couldn't get into it. But I, like, I, sure. I think because I like the book so much, it yeah, was that, just, that would do it. I just it's can't do hard. It it's hard for me to enjoy a show when I've read the book, yeah. usually. Generally, like well, honestly, the only case where I loved the books first and then liked the film or TV version is the Lord of the Rings. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I I just generally can't get into the the, the filmed version. Of- Speaking of which, apparently pre-production early talks for a Harry Potter TV show uh, fun mm-hmm. for HBO Max. I gotta I, I gotta go. Sylvie's got to go. She's she's taking the day off. I I think more needs to be said about how Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings are opposites, because the entire premise (laughs) of the Lord of the Rings is that no, there's no such thing as a chosen one. There's just a bunch of like flawed, imperfect people, and the only way to accomplish anything is for those flawed, imperfect people to support each other through their imperfections. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the ultimate enemy of the entire world and of all life itself is power. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the story of the Lord of the Rings. Whereas the story of Harry Potter is special boy superpowers. Mm-hmm. We need a special boy to save. <laughs> we need a special boy he to alone save us. will we need, fix. Yeah, we need, yeah, we need exactly. a special boy with special blood. Yeah, special boy, special blood, as yep. opposed to 
power is the enemy of all life. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, there's a race of bankers. Yeah, there's yeah. a race of like, and not to say that you there's can't not, not some mention this <laughs> complicated racial stuff. Yeah, in, Lord of the Rings, in, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but also, yeah. he wrote it in like 1920, as opposed to writing it <laughs> in the in late the 90s. 90s and the 2000s. Yep. Can we just end on Gandalf forever? Goodbye. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on? Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every body. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the wind down tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.